for 12-19-23, this is the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup, reading the news so you don't have to, and in no particular order. Well, the United States is going to invade itself here shortly, as it's on track to set a historic record by producing 13.3 million barrels of crude oil per day, surpassing any other country's output in history. This remarkable production rate by the U.S. oil industry is effectively balancing the supply cuts imposed by OPEC, contributing significantly to stabilizing crude and gasoline prices. Contrary to criticisms from Republican circles, President Biden's energy policies have limited impact on oil production, which is primarily governed by the mechanisms of the free market rather than direct governmental control. Charles Donahue, previously a leader of the Proud Boys, a far-right extremist group, has been sentenced to over three years in prison for his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. This sentencing may establish a precedent for other members of the Proud Boys who have cooperated with federal prosecutors. The Missouri Supreme Court has overturned a law that made homelessness a criminal offense by penalizing individuals sleeping on state land, ruling it unconstitutional due to its violation of Missouri's rule against combining unrelated legislative subjects. This law, which also prohibited COVID-19 vaccine mandates for public workers, was found to breach this standard. With the court's decision, homeless people in Missouri are no longer subject to jail time or fines for sleeping on state land, and the path is cleared for implementing vaccine mandates for public workers in the state. A 13-year-old boy from Ohio who was charged with plotting a mass shooting at a synagogue has been sentenced to a year of probation, which includes writing a book report after pleading guilty to inducing panic and disorderly conduct. His probation also mandates counseling and supervised Internet use. Brittany Watts, a woman in Ohio, faces a felony charge following the birth of a stillborn fetus, which she placed in a toilet. Her attorney contends that this charge stems from a fundamental misunderstanding and ignorance about miscarriage and women's health issues. The case against Watts brings to light the potential for prosecutors to target women in cases where pregnancies terminate, regardless of whether the termination is due to an abortion or miscarriage, raising significant concerns about legal interpretations and women's reproductive rights. California is poised to join Colorado as the second state to authorize the recycling of wastewater pending a vote by state regulators on new regulations. These proposed rules mandate the thorough treatment of wastewater to eliminate all pathogens and viruses regardless of their current presence and stipulate the addition of minerals to enhance the water's taste. To successfully implement these recycling initiatives, water agencies in California will require public backing. Notably, San Diego has set an ambitious goal to have recycled water constitute almost half of its water supply by 2035, marking a significant shift towards sustainable water management. Or why don't we just use that water for the crops and stuff and give us stuff that, you know, we didn't already use? Just a thought. In 2023, South Carolina and Florida led the United States in population growth, primarily fueled by international migration and a decrease in death rates. The U.S. overall witnessed a modest uptick in its growth rate, with the bulk of the 1.6 million increase in population attributed to international migration. The South region dominated in terms of population gains, with South Carolina experiencing the highest growth rate, 
while Florida saw the largest absolute increase in the number of residents. FDX Trading Limited and its affiliated debtors have finalized a global settlement with the joint official liquidators of their subsidiary, FDX Digital Markets, which is currently undergoing litigation. This agreement guarantees that customers of FTX.com will receive equal distribution simultaneously, irrespective of whether they submit their claims in the Chapter 11 bankruptcy cases or through the liquidation process. To ensure fairness and consistency, the FTX debtors and FTX digital markets have agreed to align their methods for valuing customer claims. Moreover, customers are provided the flexibility to choose the jurisdiction in which they wish to receive their claim payments. The FDA discovered alarmingly high concentrations of lead in cinnamon from an Ecuadorian plant responsible for producing applesauce pouches contaminated with the toxic metal. Subsequent testing revealed that children who consumed these pouches exhibited blood lead levels up to eight times higher than the established reference level of concern. This contamination has been associated with numerous illnesses among children in the U.S., prompting the FDA to recall the effective pouches and advise blood testing for those who have ingested them. NetChoice, a trade group representing TikTok and other tech companies, has initiated a federal lawsuit against Utah over new laws mandating parental consent for minors to use social media apps. The group argues that these laws could limit access to public content, jeopardize data security, and infringe on parental rights. Kind of sounds like they're just throwing everything at the wall. Wasn't it Facebook that came out and said, hey, we want parents to take charge of this stuff? Additionally, the laws include penalties for companies failing to adhere to age verification protocols and seek to curb addictive features aimed at children. NetChoice has petitioned a federal judge to suspend the law's enforcement scheduled to begin in 2024 until the lawsuit is resolved in court. U.S. author Demetrius Polycron, I'm guessing that's it, has been legally mandated to eliminate all physical and digital copies of his book, The Fellowship of the King, and is obligated to pay $130,000 in legal costs. This directive follows a lawsuit initiated by the estate of J.R.R. Tolkien, who authored the renowned Lord of the Rings series, on grounds of copyright infringement by Polychron's work. Additionally, a permanent injunction has been issued prohibiting Polychron from distributing The Fellowship of the King or authoring any future books based on Tolkien's literary creations. The Colorado Supreme Court has rendered a decision to disqualify Donald Trump from appearing on the state's 2024 presidential ballot invoking the 14th Amendment's Insurrection Clause. In a closely divided ruling of 4-3, to three, the court determined that Trump is ineligible to serve as president. This landmark decision could potentially influence Trump's eligibility in other states and is perceived as a crucial step to safeguard democracy. A federal judge in New York has mandated the release of the names of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged victims and associates in 2024 connected to a lawsuit that was settled against Ghislaine Maxwell. This significant order could potentially reveal the identities of over 150 individuals associated with Epstein. However, the court has recognized the delicacy of the situation, especially regarding the sexual abuse of minors, and as a result, some victims' identities will remain undisclosed to protect their privacy and the sensitive nature of the crimes involved. NASA has achieved a historic milestone by successfully streaming an ultra-high-def video from deep space using a laser. What else? Featuring a cat named Taters. 
This technological feat demonstrates that Americans will not pay attention to anything space-related unless cats or fun things are involved, but also a significant advancement in optical communications, as the laser technology employed allows for faster data transmission than conventional radio waves. Google has reached a settlement in an antitrust case with U.S. states and consumers agreeing to pay $700 million and implement changes to its Play App Store. The settlement includes a substantial $630 million fund for consumers and a $70 million fund for states. Additionally, it introduces more freedom for app developers to directly charge consumers and simplifies the app download process from developers, enhancing competition and user choice. This agreement comes after a California federal jury found aspects of Google's app business practices to be anti-competitive. Despite this settlement, Google continues to face other legal challenges concerning its search and digital advertising operations. Following allegations from the FTC that its use of facial recognition technology caused consumer harm, Rite Aid, a pharmacy chain in bankruptcy, has consented to a five-year ban on utilizing such technology for surveillance. The FTC accused Rite Aid's system of incorrectly identifying innocent consumers as shoplifters, leading to wrongful detentions, heightened surveillance, and unfounded criminal accusations with a noted increase in false positives in predominantly non-white neighborhoods. Under the terms of the settlement, Rite Aid is obligated to erase the images captured by its facial recognition system, inform shoppers about the collection of biometric data, and ensure third-party compliance with these standards. And finally, Bernie Mae Gibbs's life was marked by profound loss due to war. Her husband was killed in World War II. Her son died in Vietnam just 14 days after his deployment, and her daughter-in-law miscarried following the news of her son's death. This story of multiple tragedies within one family exemplifies the enduring pain endured by Gold Star families. In 2016, Ron Webb, president of the Northeast Georgia Veterans Society, learned of Gibbs' story and was inspired to honor it. Seven years later, in White Country, Georgia, a statue named Families of Fallen was dedicated in December to honor families who lost service members in war. The memorial, featuring a service member holding a folded flag to a mourner, stands as a rare tribute to the families of service members, symbolizing the lasting grief and sacrifice of those who lose loved ones to military service. This dedication, held in Freedom Park, Cleveland, Georgia, not only commemorates Gibbs' sacrifices, but also acknowledges the ongoing sorrow of families who have lost members in service to the United States. And with that, we continue to say thank you to all of, not only our service members, but also to everyone else out there who are in jobs that serve other people, that serve us. And thank yous are a rare occurrence, you would say. So from the Disorderly Show and the Disorderly Show's TLDR News Roundup, we thank you. And that's been the news for 1219-23.